What is up, everybody? My name is Javius Johnson, and welcome to the Dad Lab. This is the podcast where dads, future dads, and wannabe dads come together and share family stories, life lessons through fatherhood, and of course, other dad things. Now, for today's podcast, for today's episode, episode three, we we got a special we got a special one up ahead. Um, for today's guest, we got my brother. I mean, if you guys have been following my journey. You guys have seen this guy. You guys have heard this guy. You guys seen his work. You seen his talents. Everything, right? It's my brother. We got Marquise Morgan. Hey. Yes, sir. What's up, bro? Yes, sir. All right, so it was good. So before we before we get into it, let's give him a little background. So some of you guys might be wondering. You might be wondering how how why is Marquise on the dot lab? Well, Marquise has a kid on the way. Yeah, I'm just kidding, y'all. I'm just kidding. Marquise does bro, not have a kid on the way. At least I don't think. In trouble. I don't think you do. I haven't seen you in like nah. a month. <laughs> nah. You see, you left and I just went crazy. Oh dang, bro. Dang. Well, uh, but to be serious, <laughs> to be serious, uh, so we had we had a um, in, an interview that was supposed to happen, but something came up for that person, so I had to call. I had to call up on my brother. I knew he's going. I knew always. he's going to be ready. That's to how go. it always happens. That's that's how it always happens. happens. He's ready to go. So, uh, Marquise, how you doing? Dog, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Doing good? Yeah. yeah, I'm a little tired right now. You see, I got this. I got this coffee here. What uh, you sipping on? If y'all, I'm sipping on a little, on a little double shot energy espresso drink. Oh, that's a you know, lot, bro. It's a lot. Bro, so I was jumping up and down the walls today, but no, I'm, I'm in college right now. Okay. I'm in college, so I, I've been busy. You know, midterms is hard. Really? Yeah, midterms is hard, bro. Yeah, I mean... You know, it's my last year, too, so it's really it's, like, it's I gotta get everything done right now. Putting in the work. Putting in the work. Thank getting you, out the hood. You. He getting <laughs> out the hood. <laughs> Crazy. You know, I, I made it out. You made it out. Hey, made it I'm out. proud of you. I'm proud of you. I mean, bro, the last time they saw us together was on the Everything Show. That was, that was, I was watching, I was watching that ep- one of those episodes this week. That was three years ago. No way. It was three years ago that we did the Everything Show. That oh, we started the Everything Show. That's crazy. I, I mean, I mentioned, I mentioned the Everything Show um, on my first episode and. Yeah, I watched. Man, dude, you called me out. Yeah, I called you out. Hey, you guys remember I said uh, I called out three people and I said if they weren't listening, they're fake. And Marquise was listening. He was listening. Mm-hmm. He sent me screenshots too, so I know he's listening. Yeah. But uh, I think I think one cool thing to just look back on from when we started the Everything Show is how much we've grown since then. Yeah, like, it's it's honestly crazy. Like it's. So much it's has weird happened to think since about, then. Like, yeah, it's weird to think about. It's to think about like where we are now, like how we, you know, we was all there in that basement, mm-hmm. bro. Friday night, Thursday night, just chilling, doing stuff. And now, like, yeah. bro, you got a kid. I'm three hours away at school. Maurice is doing his own little thing. Mm-hmm. I think Jeremiah is about to graduate. Like, it's just yeah. wild. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy, but it's like one of those things where at least I look back and like, man, I'm so glad I did that. You know, it was fun. One thing, one thing that I've really been thinking about is, I mean, you know, like that during that time, I was a little moody. But I wish. Who you telling? I wish, bro. Okay, but this. Okay, we'll get we'll get to that later. But one thing that I've learned, and like one thing that I kind of regret is, I wish I would have took it in more. I wish I would have took it in and been like one hundred percent there because now that I look at it, like that was fun. Like those were some good times. Yeah, I mean. Bro, that's that's part of why I started this podcast because I I look back on those memories and bro, that's the one thing that I'm so happy that um I did is we recorded that stuff, right? So we're able yeah. to just look at, you know, our past. Hold on, hold on, hold on. For for y'all that don't know, what we did for the everything show, that was every time we hung out. Literally. We just we just started recording it. Literally, we did that every single time we hung out. What you guys saw on that that show, we did that every time. 
we know, still but, do that. I remember, I remember uh, before you left for Texas, when you, we had the boxing night at your house, mm-hmm. I got there at six and I didn't leave until like 3 a.m. And that, yeah. that's just, that's what we do. We just talk. Man, that's what we do. But that's how you know we we enjoy each other's company and, you know, we're, we're really good mm-hmm. friends. But, uh, yeah, dude, I, I I was just like, man, I I'm, I was in the same boat as you. I, like, really wish I would have, you know, stuck with it or, you know, took it in more um, just because it was, it was so fun. But I do believe that was, you know, for a season in our lives just because we all grew yeah. up, you know. But, hey, you know, like, we got, I mean, we got we all got like something this. out of it. Yeah I, yeah, I definitely got something out of it for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's crazy. I'm like, so like now that I'm in school, I'm, I'm learning things. Like my minor is journalism. So I'm learning how like how to edit uh, movies and stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking like, dang, JVs was doing this back then. Like yeah. he been doing this. Bro, I was putting like, in work. Fun. I was putting in work. Was. But I, I was doing it because I love... I love looking back on those things. I love looking back on mm. those memories. I like looking back on like just things that we created like that. You know, I think we, that was kind of before our time, like not before our time, but we were, we were definitely stepping into something that like could have been mm. really good. And I think, you know, it's still there, but yeah, dude, you know, I, always, we can always start it back up. Hey, you I think we have to come to Houston. <laughs> yeah. I think we have to, you know, revamp some of like the structure of it, but I, I'm open. I'm open. <laughs> hey, where Maurice at? I need to call Maurice. <laughs> yeah. So for you, you viewers and listeners, this kind of it's going to be kind of uh, it's going to be a little bit of a different episode than a, than an interview, just because you know, me, Marquise, and some of you, a lot of you guys already know Marquise, but this is going to be just more of a conversation between <laughs> yeah. two brothers on topics that we've been wanting to you know bring up with each other or questions we've yeah been to to ask each other so uh yeah if you guys if you guys are ready for that stay tuned in stay tuned in so how, how you want to do this mr marquise you know i think it's uh it's your show mm-hmm. so i think you should ask the first question and then after that i'm gonna grill you dang okay he said you gonna yeah. grill me after it's, it's been a minute it's been a minute it's been like a month. It's been a bro. It's been a long month. Yeah, honestly, like when I think I was talking to my sister and she told us, she was just like said like, man, we moved here like a month and a half ago, and I was like, what? That was only a month and a half yeah. ago. Like, dude, it seems like you see, it's it crazy. went by so fast. Yeah, it did. It went by so fast, but like, you're. What's I think what's crazy is. Since you got there, you've been like you've been doing so much. So it's just mm-hmm. like, dang, I'm not really paying attention to the time. Hey, man, I dude, I have to. You know, I'll get more into that. I'm sure you got a question that would, you know, that my answer will fall yeah. into that. But um, yeah. No, I got a couple questions. All right, I'll start off with I'll start off with uh, the first question. Since, since, since we're on the topic of the Everything Show, what is the biggest growth that you've seen inside of yourself since then? Okay. Um, that's a that's a good question. I think. I, I, okay, I have two answers. This is like a two part answer. But okay. one thing is what I've learned from the everything. Cause like something I took, like looking back at it on it now, I take what I'm doing now. Like I took it for granted back then, but now I look at it and I, I assess it. I assess it in the moment, and I'm like, wow, this is really good. Like. Hmm. This is something like, this is good for me. I enjoy this. Like, this is fun. I'm with my people. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I really get from that. But then another thing, one thing that I really noticed is back then, this goes back to last week's episode. If y'all didn't watch last week, it's a little spoiler, but your dad was, you were talking about growing up without a dad. Yeah. Well, I grew up with the dad, but as you know, me and my dad, he was in and out of jail. So I re- he wasn't always there for me. Mm-hmm. And... I think back then, I really, I was really like struggling with like who I was and like what my identity was. And I was really struggling with like, well, I'm doing this for them, but like, what do I want to do? Or like, what brings me joy? So I think, I mean, and this has been like just the last year I've been figuring that out. And like, 
I, I have a more solid identity now, but back then I felt like I was just doing things mm-hmm. for other people. Like I feel like I was like, oh, well, this is their thing. They invited me. I'm gonna do it. I'm enjoying it, but like, what's my thing? Yeah. So I think looking back on that now, and like not even just with the everything show, but like in school and friend groups, just with everything. Mm-hmm. So now I like now I look at it and I'm like, wow. Like back then I was like struggling with who am I? What do I like? But yeah. now I like I know who I am and I know what I like. And I'm like, well, if I was this way back then, things would have been different. Like, yeah. So I mean, when I look back on it, that's something that I really think about. I'm I'm gonna answer that question too because I think my answer kind of goes in with your statement. And at the same time, I'm gonna ask you a follow-up question to what you just said. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> my answer for that would be I really learned how to work with people. And yeah. I say that because I remember I remember uh getting mad at you, getting mad at Maurice, Jeremiah, whoever it was, on you guys not being as passionate about it as me. Mm-hmm. And you know, dude, you remember we used to get in arguments in the basement, like full on arguments. We, we used to get in arguments and then we used to film the show and be mad during the show. Dude, for real. And I remember I remember in particular I got in a, a big argument with you on the topic of um, you not putting in as much effort or whatever I was saying. I remember we got into a big yeah. argument about that. And uh, one thing I learned, even in being in ministry, is that I got to be committed. I got to believe in what I started or nobody else will. And yeah. I think I put you um, in a tough position at that time, expecting that out of you when you were still trying to figure out your own thing. And, you know, my takeaway from all that was that I, I really learned how to lead. I've really learned how, um, really learned the importance of believing in something, you know, before everybody else does. Because yeah. it's super easy to believe in something and to be all for something when everybody else is, right? When everybody's mm-hmm. supporting it, when everybody sees what you see. But it's really hard to do it when it's your vision, right? And you got to show people like, hey, I see it going here. I'm going to stick to it. I mean, because nobody wants to stay on the boat if the captain's going to jump off the ship. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. really interesting that you said that because that's something that I've learned from that situation as well. Mm-hmm. And my follow-up question, um, you know, just because we do have to have a topic of, you know, dads in here somewhere. <sighs> but yeah. why... What effect do you think it had on you as a kid and even as a grown man now, your dad not always being around you growing up? Um, okay, what the, the effect that it had on me was that I, when my, when my dad was around, he was an amazing dad. Like he was there, like he was solid. That's awesome. But there were, there were so many, it was, it was inconsistent. And there were so many moments where he would be there and then he wouldn't be there or he would tell me he would be there and then he would just disappear. So like, you know, yeah. like I've been inconsistent a lot in my life and that's something that I've been working on. And I get that from my dad. Wow. Like, t- I, cause he was never consistent with me. So I was like, oh, well this is fine. This is normal. Mm-hmm. So that's something that, um, that, that had a, a, an effect on me. And then at the same time, another, another effect that it had on me was that I didn't know I didn't know like how to be a man. Like it's it's weird because you know we were we were kids, right? But like even in kids, it's like like I I I played football my whole life. So like from five to twelve, I played football, and my coaches knew my situation. Mm-hmm. So like when I was like when I was there, they were all there. They were they were teaching me things, but you know me being me, and I'm like, oh, this is just my coach. He's just doing this. But like I would go home, and the things that I would look for in a man or a father figure i didn't have Mm. so then like it was it was like and it's so weird it's um i remember like there would be uh dudes on the the football team they would have been like uh do you have a dad and i'm like yeah and i'm like well why don't you hang out with him and i'm just like what do you mean and like that had effect on that had an effect on me because i was like is there something wrong with me yeah or like even um somebody told me like I was young and somebody said, uh, you need to hang out with your dad more. You hang out with your with your mom too much. Or you hang out because my grand my grandparents had five kids, all daughters. And I was the first boy. So I was always around girls. Mm-hmm. And they would be like, Oh, well, you just you're not doing this the right way, or you're not acting like a man, or you're acting like a girl. And like that, like I didn't know how else to act. 
because right. I didn't have I didn't have a man in my life. Well, I had my grand my grandpa, but I didn't mm-hmm. have a man in my life at home telling me like, "This is what you do. This is not what you do." Yeah. So like, I didn't I didn't have somebody there to really pour into me and to teach me like how, what it is and like being being an eight year old, being a twelve year old. I don't have to be a man at eight. I don't have to be a man at twelve. And nobody told me that. So I was always like thinking like, how can I do this? But I didn't have to do it. Right. And I think that right there really messed with my confidence a lot because I didn't have I didn't have anybody telling me like it's fine to be who you are to do what you, to do what you do. Mm-hmm. So that was like a long answer, but no, yeah, that, that that's the effect that it had on me. You know, I I think that's that's really good stuff. And like even hearing your perspective on you know why you you aren't consistent i haven't i've never really thought about that you know i mean because it's easy to like see people's flaws or whatever but you know it's another thing to stop and think okay why do they have these flaws why do they have these habits and Mm -hmm. you know just like you saying that you know your dad was an amazing dad but he wasn't consistent and you struggle with being consistent is i think just something as little as that I, i think you know it just shows the importance of yeah. dads and parents just being around all the time. And for sure, for real. At, at the same time, I think it's so cool to see how, you know, people like you, people like my dad, people who, you know, had father, fi- had, didn't have father figures or um, kind of had them around. I think it's so cool to see you guys kind of just get out of the dirt and, and really, you know, build yourself up. And of course, you get that you know through god you know our heavenly father yeah. or whatever but i just think is i just think is really really cool because like i said in the episode last week i used to always think like what would my life be like without my dad being here you know you know but, it's crazy i remember one time i told you i was like bro sometimes like i get jealous of like you and your dad and you were mm-hmm. you were shocked you were like yeah what do you mean? i remember like, that. i never thought of that yeah so I used to think like, what would it be like? Cause like you know, I was I was staying at your house all the time. I was like, what would it be like if my if I had my dad here? Or like, what would it be like if my parents were together and I had this? Hmm. It's like I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, and I I think, you know, that's another purpose of this this show is to just bring every listener, you know, the importance of dads, the importance of dads being around, how it affects. You know how it affects young people, how it affects older people. You know, I think it's cool mm-hmm. how last week we had my dad, and now we have you, a younger person. Yeah. Uh, a younger single person, right? Single. Yeah. Hey, I got yeah, female yeah. listeners, bro. Listen, listen. <laughs> I have sixty percent male listeners, forty percent female listeners. So that's that's all I'm saying. Them, 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 them good numbers. I like them that. good numbers. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I I mean, dude, that's that's such a that's such a good answer and i appreciate you just being transparent and i'm sure a lot of people listening that know you you know that that's mm-hmm. probably insight for them so i think that's i think that's really good bro i think that's mm-hmm. really Thanks. good really good yeah so that was that's my follow-up question so uh all right all right all right all right uh, see i got a list of questions that i've just been waiting to ask you um start off light start off light I'm gonna start off light. I'm gonna start off light because you know I got bangers on this list. Okay, okay. Um. Okay, so what? I'm gonna say this. I'm I'm, I'm gonna do like a little two part question because you asked me, you know, like three questions right there. Chill, bro. Um, They just came off the dime. How? How how is it being a dad since you've had Luna, who's four months old, right? Four months as of yesterday. Yes, sir. Yeah. Skin big. big. How is it being a dad? I mean, I kind of answered it in my my first episode. Um, It's... It is... Trying to answer in a different way than what I answered it. Well, okay. You can recap on that. Because then it's going to go off my second question. Uh, it's it's an amazing thing. Um, it really m- makes you self reflect on yourself, um, because mm. that little kid running around is most likely gonna be just like you. And I care about people, and I don't want to be raising up a bunch of demons, you know, running around, <laughs> terrorizing the yeah. world. So uh, it really makes me um, look at myself 
made me look at uh, myself in the mirror. Um, like, dude, even I was, uh, what was I doing? I think I, I was getting ready this morning and Luna was on the bed, right? And she was just watching me. And I just made eye contact with, her, contact with her. And I'm just like, why is she watching me? Like, does she know what she's looking at? Like, you know, like, yeah. and, and that, just that thought right there made me think like how much of what this what this girl uh, my daughter how much of what she's seen is she gonna remember is she gonna um learn from you know and that, that makes me that just makes you super conscious of what you do right I'm, I'm not gonna yell at the game while i'm playing i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna um be so quick to get frustrated with people around me because they're they're watching they're like yeah her eyes bro i swear her eyes are just like just really she, looking she be, at me. She be looking, following me around the room, and I'm just like, you know, I gotta, I gotta make sure, I gotta make, and you know, I know, us parents were not perfect, us people were not perfect, but I, I really want to make sure, um, that I'm close to it, you know. Yeah. I want to yeah. make sure, cause I, cause I care about her too, and I care about her future, and I care about the person that she develops into. So, it's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Okay. So. To go off of that, so I want you to think about three things: what you, what you assumed being a dad was, from from just from Adela being pregnant for those nine months. Like, think about what you thought during that whole pregnancy. Like, oh, I'm gonna do this with my baby's here. I'm gonna do that. All right, think about that. Think about what what you know now, because I'm pretty sure what you thought back then is different from what you know now. What you think now? Is that like yeah. a correct? To say. No, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then think about like, look at your dad, and think about your thoughts or like your assumptions of him being a dad. It's like, so basically, think about like, um, your assumptions of being a dad just from Adela being pregnant, and then being an actual dad, and then looking at your dad. Are there things that you look back on from your dad that you think like, um wow that was deeper than what i actually thought it was okay yeah okay i at first i thought i was gonna have to i was gonna struggle to answer these in chronological order but yeah. i can't answer it just from that last part um <clears throat> so when adela was pregnant all i could do was imagine what it is to be a dad you know all i can yeah. do is look at other people's examples of what a dad is then I became a dad and everything that comes with being a dad hit me at once. Um, and the responsibility is like the biggest part. I know I keep going back to that, but that is that is the the biggest thing is the responsibility. Mm -hmm. And then going to that third part um, of the question, it made me respect my parents um, and all of the all of the other um great parents out there it made me really respect but especially my parents the work that they put in you know yeah it is hard to be consistent as a parent it's hard to it's hard to always be ready to show somebody the right thing to do it's it's hard always um drilling something right mm -hmm. and it's not like we have to as parents but Man, like, I just remember my parents just, like, being on me and my siblings about something, like, something as simple as, you know, you can't watch uh, TV until you do this, right? The easy thing to do as a parent is just to be like, yeah, yeah, go watch TV so I can go do what I want to do, right? Yeah. yeah, go watch TV so I can focus on this. Dude, it's hard. Like, you really got to, like, you really got to focus in being a parent. It's like a job. <laughs> That's one thing that I didn't realize um, is how much of a job it is. How much of it as it's something that you just got to do every day. Something you got to be ready to do. Now, at the same time, you can be a parent that's just like, ah, go do whatever you want. But that's the parent that I'm trying to be. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of uh, consistent consistency. It takes a lot of yeah. discipline. Like, dude, and it makes me respect my parents. Like. Man, I thought y'all was just out here just doing stuff. No, that's hard work. <laughs> it's hard work. Yeah. So, okay. I hope okay. that answers your like question. That. That, it, it answers my question. All right. Now I'm actually I'm actually another question. All right. By the way, by the way, that was not a light question. 
I, I'm, I'm, gonna end it, I'm gonna end it with a light question. How is it being? A, how is it gaming while being a dad? Have you gotten better at it? Cause you you weren't that good at first. You wanna hear my answer? Yeah. Yeah. Impossible. Impossible. Bro, I don't know so if it's just me. I don't know if it's like my brain can't uh can't hold a baby and play the game at the same time. Dude. I don't know how these ba- these dads be doing it. It is impossible for me. Bro. I look my 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 brain forgets how to tell my fingers how to push a button, how to move while I'm holding my daughter. Like it's out the window. It's out so the window. What I'm, is, what I'm hearing is I'm not getting my duos partner back anytime soon. Bro. I'm I'm yeah, sorry, bro. That's why honestly, you know, that's why I haven't been on the game as much. I don't, I don't even bother, bro. Because when I back when I lived in Rockford, I used to try it, you know. But that's when she yeah. was an infant, when she didn't move at all. Now she likes to grab things. She likes to walk out of nowhere. Like, bro, it don't even matter. I'm get it. It doesn't matter what game I'm getting. I'm about to lose. Well, you see, that's what you got grandparents for, aunties, uncles. She got that's a lot what, that's of those. She, she got, got a lot. Of those. She got a lot yeah. of those. Who knows? Maybe maybe I'll visit it again. Maybe I'll visit it again. Okay. But okay. my yeah. answer is, dude, it's... Man, I don't know how these guys be doing it. I remember I saw a video of a dad feeding his baby while playing the game. Like, what? You know, it's crazy. Dads, dads do not let babies stop them from trying to game at all. Some dads don't, bro. They're like, I'm about to Bro, I saw this dog. one video... The uh, the dad bought his he bought his daughter a headset, and he would put the headset on her while he was playing the game, and he would have a headset on, and he they just be there playing the game together. I hope I hope uh, I hope they weren't in a Call of Duty server. <laughs> Baby, just hearing all types of cuss words, <laughs> all types of bro. That, that that's toxic. That's you toxic. know it's crazy, and I don't want to stick on gaming too much, but it's crazy that Call of Duty is still like that. Like, dude, I was it's in a, lob- a lobby so toxic when I lived in Rockford that they literally shut the lobby down. Like, the server just disconnected. <laughs> I'm like, yo, y'all cutting up. They doing death threats and everything. It's never that serious. Bro. We're on the same team, too. These are teammates arguing with each other. They, um... No, it's called, they have this software where, like, they, they match what you say to, like, words, and if they flag that word, bro, you gone. That, See, whole, that, that whole game is gone. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. It's a yeah, server shut down. So what? This is not 2012 no more. It's different. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a different time. That was a different time. Uh, This is not about being the dad, but what do you think about that Batman movie? I feel like if I see it again, I'm going to say 10 out of 10, but right now, 9 out of 10. Really? Yeah. 10 out of 10? Dude, I loved it. it. it, it I loved it. it I'm was, not going to lie. Okay. Okay. It was. I liked I just, it. I thought it was too long. I thought bro. it was long. Okay, but if, if a movie is really good, why does it matter if it's too long? Because after a while, it gets long. Nah, man. bro. Honestly, for me, I was so immersed in the movie that I didn't even, I didn't even think about the time. I didn't think like, really? wait a minute, this is going pretty long. Like, I didn't think about that at all. At okay. all. Okay. I I loved it. I loved how um, I love how they stuck to the comic book so well. Um, I I loved how, dude, that opening scene where, you know, it was just the shadows and like people were looking in the shadows and like bump that. that I ain't taking dope. a shit. That was that dope. was like one of the dopest opening scenes to a movie I've ever seen. Okay. It was it was fire to me. Um, I liked the Riddler and I liked how he was uh, very. It wasn't like a like a silly jester type of riddler he was like bro i'm taking people out i like that yeah you know one thing i liked about the movie is nowadays like superhero movies they they try to make them they take the darkness out of them like they like dc is dark yeah and can't get away from that what a lot of people did like what a lot of people do is they take that aspect out of it but they was like no we're gonna leave it in this is what we're gonna do this is what it is and it was it was good it worked out yeah, what would you rate it? I I, I I would have to see it again. No 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 no. I would have to see it again. But as of right now, I'm gonna give it an eight. What? Didn't you give Black again, Widow bro. an eight? That one, brother. 
that's you that, can... that's a seven. Dude, 8.5. 8.5. No, 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 bump that. You gotta, you gotta go back what you just said. You remember we was at the movie theater and I said, bro, you gonna each time you see that movie, each year that goes by, you gonna that. keep rating that Would've down. Where to prove that? All right, all right, that's fair. That's fair. Right, so Black cool. Widow's in for the viewers. Eight. I did not say that. Black, Black Widow was good. Black Widow was good. I, I, I don't know. Did I you watch Eternals? Eternals is garbage. I'm sorry. I've seen. I, I'm confused by your movie logic, bro. Eternals? Eternals was not that good. No, I agree. You didn't with even you. like Eternals. Oh, I agree. Yeah, that was but I'm just confused how like you'll like one yeah. movie that's garbage, but then you don't like another garbage movie. <laughs> like, didn't you say Transformers was good? Nostalgia. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I, I do not hey, get your movie logic. It is what it is. You know, you know, you know another, you know another movie that is trash, but I will watch it whenever. What? Captain Marvel. <laughs> but listen, I can, sucked. I can, I know it's trash, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> At least you admit it's trash. I don't, I don't get how that works out, but like, I, I don't watch that movie like 10 times, real. Did you watch Wonder Woman 2? I heard it was so bad, I didn't even watch it. That is the worst, the worst superhero movie on nice. the planet. It's worse than Fantastic it. Four. It's worse than Green Lantern. Fantastic Four it's was bad. bad, bro. Wonder Woman 2 was bad. <sighs> Which is crazy, because the first one was really good. I don't know how. I mean, only DC can do that, bro. You know what's crazy? We go from I, we we go from three years ago talking about how bad DC is to like now we're still talking about how bad DC is. Because I remember we <laughs> we were grilling DC on an episode one time. We were we were grilling them, and we were like, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it is in a couple years, and they still bad. I think they just need to. So I heard this, you know, yeah. So I heard the Snyder uh, cut of. Um, <laughs> Justice, Justice League was really good. I heard it was too. And that's but that's also another three-hour movie that I that's long. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm gonna have we'll to see. check it out. I'm gonna have to check it out. Cra I think crazy thing is, I have it. it's on it's on HBO too, and I have HBO, so I should watch it. Slide the password. Hey, say your password on the mic. I got y'all <laughs> listeners. I got y'all viewers. We all about the. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I don't even pay for it. Oh, okay. They about to start yeah. cracking down on that, to be honest. Bro, I, Netflix is already starting it. I'm like, why? You know, why do I gotta be like that? Why do you gotta be like that? We gonna find a way to get past it. Somebody they can't is. Beat they can't beat us. Somebody is. Nah, nah. All right, so <clears throat> my question for you is is like off of other topic topics that um, like all we talked all, about. Okay. And it's it's a multiple part uh, question. What is your multiple questions? What 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 would you hey, rate high school? Sponsored by the Dad Lab. Bro, get that out of here. They not paying us no money. What is what would you rate high school? You know this is this is crazy because people always ask me this, and I enjoyed high school. I liked it. Okay, but okay. Also, at the same time though, I I was I was so. We went to Harlem, and I I came to Harlem in eighth grade as a new kid, because so I was just trying to fit in with like with the crowd that we was hanging out with, and that crowd that I was trying to fit in with, like they was cool, but they wasn't my people, and it wasn't until junior year where I found my people, and I was like, oh, this is dope, and I mean, I, I don't want to redo all that work, but I think if I had the chance, I would probably go back for my senior year and enjoy it more. Or I would pick like certain moments of high school, go back and just relive those certain moments and really enjoy them more. But I mean, if I had to rate, if I had to rate high school, I, I'd give high school an eight or a nine. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I enjoyed my junior and, and uh, senior year. Okay. Oh, I feel like most people would pick those two years over, you know, freshman and sophomore. I don't know. Well, junior year was hard. Junior year was dumb hard. Hmm. Like, also, junior year is also when I started doing plays and stuff, too. Mm -hmm. And when I met all, them, all of those people. Mm -hmm. Hi, 
so okay so i honestly i thought you were gonna uh rate it a lot lower than that but really do you think do you think if parenting was better or if more dads were present in those kids lives do you think the overall experience of high school would have been better for sure and I, I bring that question you can answer this but i bring it up because i one thing i noticed a lot in our high school was there is a lot of absent dads in the yeah. lives of a lot of those kids and kind of like how you said you you struggle with identity a lot of other kids struggle with that a lot of other kids were trying to a lot of kids you know, a lot of kids that we know struggle with that yeah trying to put on a persona of what they think a man should be or what social media or what music says a man should be so that's kind of why i asked that question Okay. Um, I think that. So I think one 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 thing not having a dad does to you is it creates like this hole in your life, and it that hole is filled with trauma. However you want to say it. And I think what a lot what a lot what I know. I'm not gonna say I think because I know. Um, what a lot of the kids did, like what a lot of the guys did back then, they took that pain. And they push it on others. So it was bullying. It was roasting, um, making fun of people. Like there, there, there's like when we roast, it's all good intentions. We just make fun of each other because it's funny. But like when they were doing it, they were doing it to make somebody else feel bad. Or, or I'm pretty sure you go, you go immediately think of the person I'm like people I'm talking about. Like there were dudes in high school who would act super tough and super hard. Just to, just so people would be like, oh, they don't have a dad, haha. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think I think that one thing. And the crazy thing is, one thing that I noticed throughout high school is there was always like the people who didn't have both parents. You could tell like they were missing something. But then there were the people who had both parents, and they were they were confident. Like they didn't care what other people said about them. They knew who they were. They knew what they cared about. And that's something that I really noticed. So I think if I think if more dads were involved, or like not even dads, if more moms were involved, I think it would have been a healthier experience. Mm-hmm. And it would have been a better experience. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I can second that. Like that's that's the one thing that, you know, really got me through high school and really got me through, you know, all the negativity was mm-hmm. that I I knew who I was because I was constantly being reminded of who I was. Um, I had that foundation like bro Mm -hmm. the whole world can tell you you're this you're that you know whatever it is but if you go home to people who actually care about you that stuff Mm -hmm. like it doesn't affect affect you as much Um, and that's that's one thing that you know I was so happy to just have and just grateful to have is that I had a a firm foundation um, when I went home that was like the difference maker for me you know it's crazy everybody always wants to go to your house Dude, I, I, yeah. I think it was, it was that environment that you, a, a lot of our friends didn't have both parents. Yeah. So we would come to your house and we'd be like, hey, mom, Mama Jerica, or hey, Papa Jay. Like, we was I all think, at your house. Honestly, and they were, they were always involved with us, too. It's not like they can come over, I'm going to go in my room. Like, they were always there talking right. to us, too. Right. Yeah. And I think out of like our group of friends, I think all of, all of them, you know, had one of those pieces missing. And either dad or mom missing. Yeah, and and some of them used to tell me like, man, we we love coming to your house, and I'd be like, why? Like, <laughs> I lived there, so like, I didn't think my house was yeah. the most fun. You know, I didn't have all the gaming systems. I didn't have all this crazy cool stuff like in my yard or whatever. I used to be like, why? You know, but environments and you know the atmosphere does play a huge factor into that. Yeah, it huge does. Factors. Funny, dude. Funny story. Funny story, and some of these, some of these people might be listening, but I remember. So, some of our some of our friends uh, in high school used to really like weed. Used to really like weed, and I remember. So I was at school. It was in the morning, right? I was at school, and I noticed a group of my friends weren't at school yet, and I'm like, "Hmm, that's weird. They why are they all missing?" And they get to the school like I think it's it was like after the first hour. I'm like, where were you guys at? They're like, your parents picked us up. So they picked you guys up. I was like, what do you mean? They're like, yeah, we were walking home 
from school after just smoking and your parents came to pick us up i was like what why would y'all do that like dude they literally they literally was smoking at one of their houses start walking to school and then my dad sees them you know my dad's gonna pick them up and take them to school bro they in there bro smelling like straight bag and my parents texted me about it yeah they 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 knew obviously they knew and i was like we we never got away with anything no we didn't we didn't we did it, okay. and I, I just remember thinking, like, bro, you guys gotta be kidding me. I know, cause I knew what was gonna happen. I was gonna get home. My parents would be like, "Are you smoking? Did you did you try me? Did you do this? Did you do that?" I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, bro, y'all just about to get me grilled when I get home for but no I, reason. Cause I, you I didn't do none of that. Nah, nah. I mean, I thought it was I thought it was funny though. Like looking back at it, like, of course, yeah course the one time my parents you guys on the side row and they pick you guys up you had had to been high had to it's the only right way that's that's funny though i like yeah that that's kind of sums up our high school our friend group yeah yeah i mean college okay. college college was even worse for us God, was worse. you know what's crazy a lot of the a lot of the kids here are like, yo, why don't you party? Because I, I, I go to a party schools. Yo, come out tonight. Why you don't go to the bar? Why you don't go to the club? And it's like, I'm not. I'm, that, it's not. That's not fun no more. Right. You already tried it's that. Not like, you already tried that last yeah, time. It's not my fun, fun fact. Fun fact. Um, I think my first, one of my, one of my, I don't drink or smoke. But one of the times I did drink, it was, it was for my birthday at your house mm-hmm. and we thought we got away with it but somebody somebody threw up at like 4 a.m somebody threw up and this I, is the thing my my birthday is in may we went on family vacation in july mm-hmm. and you and i y'all y'all all have went somewhere and i wake up because I, I was sleeping on the couch that night i wake up and your mom grills me bro and I'm by myself, so I'm like. And that was like a f- that was like a few months after that. A few months after, like like we knew we got we knew we had got caught, but she did she never said anything. And then that one night, wait bro, till I see that him. Grill me. She was she was waiting to get me alone. Yeah, Jerika was waiting for me. Bro, even looking back on those moments, I'm like, dude, we grew so much. We grew so much. Yeah. And I think honestly, I. At least for me, a lot of what we did, you know, just going to parties and drinking and stuff like that was for me just to try to fit in. Like, because my whole life, I was kind of like stand out. Like, I was kind of like did things differently than a lot of people. And, you know, living a life that like that, you kind of like, what is it like to do what everybody else is doing? Yeah. And a lot of me wanted to try that out so bad. And then once I got into that lifestyle, I'm like, bro. This is not for me. This is about to chew me up and spit me out, bro. And what's crazy is we didn't even we didn't even like what what I what I always tell my friends is I'm happy that we went through that together because bro we didn't stay in that for long. We did not like it. Like some people they they they, they try it and they be like oh I love this I'm gonna keep doing it. We tried it and we was like hey, that was cool. We're done. And that was it. <laughs> bro, <laughs> was it just it. wasn't the, the stuff that happened during that time just wasn't worth it it's just not it was it's just not and like the way the way it made me feel i was like yeah, this isn't good for real Man. but yeah i am glad that i i i'm glad that i went through that because i feel like that part of me wanting to fit in me wanting to do stuff like everybody else would have always haunted me always haunted yeah. me like what if you did this you know what if what if you tried this what if you tried that Nah, I tried. I'm like, nah. I'm, I already know what it feels like. I already know what it does to my body. I already know what it does to my mental. Like, yeah, I'm straight. I'm straight. It's not it. Yeah, not it's not it. All. At all. I, I got a question. So for a lot of y'all, I mean, for for the OGs, they know you used to live in Rockford and now you live in Texas. Mm-hmm. For the new people, they thinking, I keep hearing about Rockford. What is Rockford? Rockford is how far away? 16 hours 16 hours away so it's not like you move from 
Rockford to Chicago or from Illinois to Wisconsin, you went from Illinois to Texas, right? Mm-hmm. What? And like, you know, we we talked we talked about it. We I was there through that whole process, right? My question is when when God told you, first of all, what was the process like of God telling you you're gonna move and you accepting it, embracing it, and finding out where you were gonna go? How was that process for you? For you and Adela, your pregnant uh, wife. It was it was long. It was long, you know. When God tells you something like that, your first reaction is like, was that God? You know, was that just my brain telling me? Was that just, you know, my own thoughts? So it was long. And we, when we first heard that, it was, I want to say, what do you, we moved this year. So I, I want to say it was like middle, was of, last, middle, middle of, of 2021. Year. And you know, like we both, I heard it first. And then I, I asked Adela about it and she was like, I was feeling the same thing. And I was like, that's confirmation. But even then, it's just like, I don't know. You know, I don't know. So we really took time to pray on it. We dwelled on it. Um, we had a lot of conversations about it. So to answer your question, it was a long process, long one. You know, I, it, it had to be a hard one. Cause I was always the one who was like, yeah, after college, I'm leaving. And you were like, no, nah, bro. No, you should stay here. Like, no, you should really stay here. It's like, yeah, you were always the one forever. who was supposed to stay there. Yeah. 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 And then I thought you it was to left me one day. <laughs> you are first, so I was following you. I come back still. You you gone. You ain't gonna be there for long. We'll see. We'll see. So what did what did moving to Texas mean for you and your family? For you, for you, Adela and Luna. Or like what at the time, what did you think it would mean for you? Like what was your purpose in moving? Like, are you still trying to figure that out? Not so much trying to figure it out, but I'm gonna be honest with you. We needed to move. Absolutely needed to move for our family, for our careers, for our marriage. We needed to move. Like, there was so much going on. Um, there was so much that would have permanently been that way if we didn't move. Um, for our growth we needed to move we just needed to like we were just not i'm be i'm be transparent we were not in a good place like all the way around we just we just weren't because we were we were attached to something that was putting poison into us and i'm not talking about a specific place but you get what i'm saying yeah like for me for like for those who don't really understand like your physical being is only one part of your life like your spiritual has to be has to be healthy too and i think one thing that we both realized was that you know we needed we needed to leave and we needed to get away to work on our spirits too mm-hmm. yeah and like to for god to work in us yeah like and trust me i did i did try to stay like i yeah yeah, my family lived in Texas, but like I was so established um, in Rockford. I was so established with my business, with my ministry. You know, that's where I met my wife. That's where all my friends were. That's where that's where everything was except for my family. So I did try to stay, but from me trying to stay, it it further poisoned everything. Like. And I'm going to continue to be transparent. We left in a bad way. We, at least me specifically, I, mm. I left um, with burnt bridges, yeah. with relationships. I left with bitterness. Um, I, I left with a lot of stuff that I wish I would have did things differently. But that was the only way I knew how to do it at that time. Yeah, I think I literally had to come to a place where I got to get out of here, dude. Like, and a lot of people don't know what was going on in the background. A lot of people don't know what I was going through inside. But, dude, I needed to get out of there. And I had to just look at my cards and just be like, I'm sorry, y'all. I just got to go, you know. 
And I think I it's, still, I think it's important to also realize that you were there. It was just, it was you, your wife, and a brand and a brand new baby. Like you didn't really at that time at that moment you didn't really know like mm-hmm. the right way to do it yeah so that that's also like a big factor and mm-hmm. yeah like we both like we both know what was going on like there were some curveballs mm-hmm. that you just nobody expects that stuff to happen yeah yeah and you know i still i still think about this you know i i didn't just move here and just completely forget about everything like, yeah. i'm living a whole different life like I'm learning so much on how I handled the last season of me being in Rockford. Um, mm-hmm. I handled it as a broken person does, you know, and I'm going to learn from it. I'm, I'm taking notes like, why did I react that way? Why did I do this? Why did I treat that person this way? Um, why did I go to this say, person? I do have to say you, the way you were handling some of that stuff was inspirational. It was like, you were going through some stuff, but you were being, you were showing humility you were showing confidence you were showing strength you were showing growth in that situation it's like the way i mean i was like i was hearing about the things that were happening and i was like dang like jv's is a good man because i would not be that calm right now or i would not be that composed yeah but at the same time this is something i noticed about myself but i appreciate you saying that i did i i did a lot of that stuff because i was scared I was I was so scared of people seeing what was actually going on, you know, what was actually happening, what was what was I actually thinking, what was I actually feeling? I was scared. I was so scared. And you know, that honestly that's part of the reason why I felt I needed to go is because in that season I was just so scared, dude. I was scared to do everything. And I know a lot of people see me as like, you know, this confident guy that's, you know, always willing to step up you know always you know brave and no dude i was scared i was scared i was scared so a lot of what i was doing was just because i was running from something you know that makes makes sense yeah and i know a lot of people don't know that but i don't right now i don't feel like i need to to hide anything i don't feel like i'm running from anything like i'm i'm I just see I just see the difference between who I was there and who I am now in just this short span of time. So mm-hmm. Well, that was that was that was deep. That yeah, was I, know, deep, boss. I know that was deep. I know that was, you know. <laughs> yeah, dude. But I'm just I'm just speaking my heart, you know. Okay. You know all right, so in our friend group, you are the only dad mm-hmm. not correct to say yeah what would you ha- what would you tell the rest of us who are not dads yet what would, what, would, what do you have to tell us <laughs> you know you know it's funny you know it's funny there there were friends of ours who would be like i'm scared of jv is he's he's married and he's a dad and blah 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 yeah, and it's like yeah. that <laughs> so what would you have to tell 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 them and tell me uh marry the right wife that that's huge <clears throat> i okay. i having a kid is one thing but going through parenthood with the right person is a whole nother ball game it being a parent is hard it's 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 something that a lot of parents do by themselves like there's a lot of single parents but it's not something that people should be doing by themselves at all right so that's that's one thing i tell you guys is that you dude make sure it's the you know make sure you're married make sure you 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 know that's who the person you want to spend the rest of life your life with um because even after having kids and they they get older they graduate they start their own families it's gonna be you and your spouse you guys again together yeah so i mean yeah you just better make sure it's the right girl don't be out here messing around. <laughs> yeah, but that, okay, that'd okay. be my number one advice. That'd be my number that one. Makes that makes sense. I, yeah. I hear that. I'm not gonna have no kids for a while. How you know? What if you what if you know. meet your wife? What if you meet your wife this year? You tell me you're you're gonna 
say like, ah, we're not gonna have kids for a while. We're not. We're not having kids for the next. We're not having kids for the next three years at least. Stop it, bro. I got. I got law school. That's hard. That's hard enough, bro. That baby can wait, bro. Let me tell you something. You think you. You think you know how your your life is gonna be planned out, but once you find that that woman, and you. You have that hey, kid? Hey, 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 can I get my credit for setting you up with your woman? What'd you say? Can I get my credit for setting you up with your woman? Marquise did set me up with Ladella. You want to tell a story? Yeah, thank you. Go ahead. Tell, so, go ahead. Tell a story. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just thought about that story. So, it's prom 2017. Far back. Man, I'm, in JB, I'm in JB's basement. It, dang, I'm really about to like expose myself right now. You about to she ain't gonna watch. Hey, it's okay. I, that was I, you in the past. That was you in the past. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, yeah. In the past. No, no, it's not even that. It's just I put my business out there. There's this girl that I liked, really liked, and I was like, Javius, I'm gonna ask her to prom. He was like, he was like, no, no, no. I think I think you said you should ask her to prom, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna do it. Blah blah blah. Like just talking. And you're like, no, I do it. Like actually do it. And I was like, I'll do it if you ask somebody. Did you you said you didn't want to go to prom. Nah, not at all. And I was like, I was like, I'll do it if you do it. And you were like, oh, I don't know, if, I don't know who I'm gonna ask. So I, I, you know, I get on Why my you phone. You made me sound like an idiot. I don't know who I'm gonna ask. You made me sound like Patrick. <laughs> What's Sorry, that? <laughs> you didn't sound like that completely. But I'm just, I'm just naming all people, and I see Adela, and I'm like, bro. Adela Paleo, like her brother's cool. I'm, pre- she's cool. Go for it. You, you talking about? I've never talked to Adela. Nah, I'm good. I ain't never talked to her a day in my life. You know, it's funny. You said, you said, no, I'm good. And then two days later, Abra, I've been texting Adela. <laughs> hey, at first I was like, no, nah, because I just like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm about to just randomly slide in her inbox. And then when y'all left, I was like, maybe. And then I was at track practice the next day and the the track team, I know this is this could sound bad. The track team brought her up. <laughs> but they brought her up because of what happened in her past game. Like she she missed the PK. Boo. And uh, uh, her and her coach were arguing and she made a tweet about it or something like that. And that's why they were talking about it. I was like, huh. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. So what I'm hearing is she had a bad weekend and you was like, let me slide in there and, you know, smooth it up. You know, I got to smooth it up, you know. You know, she she feeling bad about the PK. I had to slide in there and, you know, let her know, like, hey, it's okay. We all make mistakes. My name is Javius, by the way. Like, that is not how it went. You know what? Teach us. That teach us. Teach us. Hey, teach us your moves. Teach us your moves. <laughs> Nah, that's not how it went. It was more like, hey, my name's JVs. How's your soccer season going? It was more something like that. See, Patrick sounded better. But it worked, though. It worked. It worked. It, it did. It did work. And you're a geek. I got proof of it, too. We got a kid now. <laughs> you know it's you know funny? Uh, I'm not trying to put your business out there, but Adela was like, she was like, I'm just looking for friends right now. Dude. And then, and then, bro, what was it like? Two days without you, and she was like, "I changed my mind." That, bro, it wasn't even two days. Honestly, it was like it was like a day. So she told me that she had she just like didn't have um, good experiences with you know her past past people she was talking to, blah blah blah, and said she wasn't looking for a relationship. I said, "Brother, what do you mean? We're seniors. <laughs> We're both single. What you talking to me for?" And she, you know, we, we kind of ended it on that. I didn't actually say that. But no, yeah, you were, you were real respectful about it. I, I went to school the next day mad, dude. I was like ready to punch somebody. I was like, why did she just play me like that? And then I think I was in the computer lab midday, and then she texted me. was like, hey, do you want to come to my soccer game? I said, what? I ain't coming to your soccer game. I'm not about to be your friend. <laughs> Put me in the friend zone. Had me look at silly. Caption... My best friend came to the soccer game. She didn't say that, but... And then, this is another thing that Marquise always likes to leave out of the story. So I said, you know, I'll come to the game. 
brought my homie coming with me just in case. I, I don't I don't remember this. This one. man Marquise was supposed one. to come with me. He said, "Yeah, I'll be there." Blah blah da da da. You know, he's supposed to pick me up right before we supposed to go to the game. This man cancels. I can't come, bro. You got I, no, no. Actually, I take that back. I pulled up to the game and he tells me he can't come. I'm already at the game, so I have no choice but to stay. But look how look. Let, see what you're be quiet. ignoring is how be it quiet. turned out. I'm not trying to hear that. I don't remember me. Can I don't remember why I couldn't go, but I, it was God. Really? You gonna pull that card? <laughs> it worked. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it worked. We we have Marquise, Marquise, Marquise. <laughs> I was so mad at you when you did that too. Because Bro, honestly, I, I, if you would have sent me that earlier, I wouldn't have gone. I just would have stayed at the house. Like I ain't going either. But see, it's a good thing I didn't. Tell you, I didn't do. I did that. Bro, I, I'm, the weird thing is, I honestly do not remember that. Like I don't. I don't remember that. I'm sorry. I just don't. I'm, I'm sure if I typed in, I'll be able to find it on, on our text I mean, messages. I I remember going to you and freezing while watching some of her games. I remember freezing and being wet because it was raining while watching one of her games. I did my I did my job. You a real one for that. You a real one. Did my job. Hey, I remember you, I, I pulled up and it was raining and I was like, "Yeah, it's cancer, right?" And you're like, "No, it's not cancer." Nah, fam. We sitting in the we sitting in the rain, bro. Sit down, take a seat. Take yeah, a seat. That's wild. That's wild. So uh, something something interesting happened. Uh, was it Sunday? Sunday. <laughs> I want. I want. Who you want to hear my thoughts first, or you, or I, or should you, should you go first? All right, so we might disagree with this. So we do, we do disagree. I, I feel like we disagree, but we also agree on some points. I don't for y'all, for y'all that haven't guessed it yet, we talking about the Oscars, Will mm-hmm. Smith and Chris Rock. Yep. Um, for y'all that don't know. Uh, Chris Rock made a joke about Will's wife, who has mm-hmm. alopecia, which is an autoimmune disorder, which means she can't her hair falls out. She can't grow hair. Right. He made a joke. Um, basically, the joke was like, "Oh, I can't wait to see Jane Jane too," which is a movie about a ball girl. Mm-hmm. She ain't like it. Will ain't like it. He went up there, smacked him, sat back down, and then said some words that you shouldn't hear on TV. Mm-hmm. Um. This is this is this is my thing. This is my thing. I first of all, I just want to say, Will smacking him, wrong. That's wrong. I just want to say that. I also think, and like from people that I've talked to, they disagree. But I think the joke about his wife being bald should not have been made. I think that that was off limits. I understand he's a comedian, but at the same time, I think that should be off limits. Um, so I mean, I understand why I understand why Will did it. I'm just, I, I just don't like how he did it. But what I don't like is how everybody is trying to cancel him or say that's toxic masculinity. He's what's wrong with the world. He's I think both uh, parties are trying people. to. I think both parties are like people are <laughs> attempting to cancel both. I think people are trying to cancel Chris Rock as well for the joke he made. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm positive people are. I think what, what surprisingly, even like Will Smith being how big he is, being a family man, being like you know somebody you grew up with on TV. I, bro, I mean, like think about the movies you used to watch with your family. They were Will Smith movies. Surprisingly, a lot of people are not like a lot of people are on Chris Rock's side, and that really that was I see the that, I see the opposite. Really? Yeah. I think I what I've seen is I've seen people defending Will saying like um, what he did was wrong, but you can't cancel him for that. But I've also seen them saying like he did he did Chris Rock wrong, like he did him wrong. He needs to do an apology. And like surprisingly, I was I was kind of surprised about that. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, like y'all really rocking with him. I like that. Hmm. But what's what is your take on it? So my take on it is. <clears throat> Chris Rock made a joke about Will Smith's wife. Mm-hmm. And we do agree on how he handled it. 
I do not wrong. think I do not think you walking up on somebody you know, smacking them in front of the face, in front of everybody, a smack, bro, bro, a smack is more disrespectful than a punch. I'd rather no, somebody I, punch me than smack me. Bro, a smack that a smack shows a smack shows you that, bro, they they do not think they do not think that uh, you are gonna give them a challenge. I'm gonna smack you. You punch somebody, you trying to do damage. You smack I, them. I, I, see, you, I see why you're It's like you're them. saying like you don't you don't get my full power, so I'm gonna just smack you. Okay, that's that's wild because I don't think that. I think what? I think a smack is I think a, a smack is like you know what I like you enough not no, to like fam. not to whoop you in front of all these people, but I, like no, you fam. disrespectfully like what you did was wrong. Like imagine 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 you with the homies right, and a homie just getting reckless, bro. He just talking nonsense, and he let's say let's say like he trying to impress somebody or he under the influence. You not like you not gonna you know punch him. You gonna be like hey bro get it together. Smack, like if it bro. came to that point, if it came to that point. Nah, I mean, I, I honestly, I just think in all situations, the smack is just like one of those things where it's like, bro, and he didn't smack him like a, he didn't smack him like he like he pimp slapped him. He slapped him like he was a pimp, and that was you know one of his girls on the corner. That he smacked him like that. Yeah, I just think that that smack was nasty. But that was, that's a whole nother thing. Um, and to me, it shows that like. It, it makes me think like, okay, if that was somebody else, right? Somebody who we all know would have retaliated. Like, somebody like 50 Cent. That's just, I'm only using him because I saw that on uh, social media. <laughs> somebody like 50 Cent. You think Will Smith going to walk up and smack 50 Cent? Hey, what is up, everyone? If you have stuck around to this point of the video slash podcast, I just want to thank you. Um... At this point of the podcast, we had some video and audio issues. We weren't able to uh, able to obtain the rest of the conversation. But basically, we finished up talking about the Will Smith and Chris Rock situation. Um, this is just another technical difficulty. But again, we want to thank you guys who have stuck around to this point. We're sorry that we weren't able to get the rest of it, but I'm promising you guys every week, every single week, um, there will be improvements on the podcast, there will be improvements all around. Um, every week you guys can expect to see a difference in um, your your audio experience or your video experience. So uh, again, I want to thank you guys. This is Javius Johnson signing out.